So my topic today is, hey, why do we sing at Christmas time? Is it uh, the grocery, is, is it the shopping malls that came up with this idea? Is it, uh, is it just tradition from Europe where we sing Christmas carols? Yeah. Well, yes, but no. It's God's principle. Why do we worship and sing worship anyway? Why do you come on time? Hint. Hint. So you could be here on time at the countdown, and when they play the first chord, boom, you're ready to sing. Why is that important? And I'm going to explain that to you today and tie it into uh, putting God first. See, this must be first in your life because God makes this first in your life. And this is first in how you can find victory and power. Every time I come here, I give you another tool in how to live in victory. Remember last time we were here in March? I told you how the enemy tried to kill our daughter. But we use these principles of singing music and she's alive today because we fought with our weapons of worship. So if you don't want to have your bones set in place, your spiritual bones and be equipped, then just... Just pick up your phone and just play solitaire or something. But if you're hungry for more of God and you want to be a power minister and you want to see God move in signs and wonders, then take notes. The words will mysteriously appear. The scriptures will mysteriously appear up here in faith, yea, verily. Now, God makes singing praise a priority, and so should we. Jack Hayford told me when I was interviewing him, the creation and the consummation of the earth are in the context of song. What? The creation of the earth and everything in between and the consummation, the completeness of the earth and everything beyond is all in the context of song. And some of us think, well, I'm not musical. Uh, is God musical? Yes. Does he like music? Yes. Well, how does this relate to me? Because I'm not an artist. I'm not a musician. Because all God's people are to sing. God created us to sing. Sergio pointed out very well in our meeting on Saturday that we're given uh, windpipes. we got strings in our vo voices, in our, in our throat. So we have stringed instruments. We have, we have wind instruments. <laughs> we have percussion instruments. That we, we're, God created us to be a musical instrument. To give praise, to raise a hallelujah. And he comes and he fights for us and he comes and brings his manifest presence. So my text today is Luke 2, the Christmas story. And verse 13 says, And suddenly there appeared with the angel a great multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. And when the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Hey, let's go to Bethlehem. And let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. The shepherds returned from Bethlehem after seeing the manifest presence of Jesus, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen, which was just as the angel had told them. I love the story, don't you? Okay, I'll ask these people. I love the story, don't you? Yeah. It's, it's very special because... It talks about music. It talks about angels. It talks about the birth of Jesus, and it's why we have joy. It's why we have faith and hope and why we sing. You see, God created the heaven and all the heavens, and he populated it 
with celestial singers called angels. Musical worshipers. Because we know this because before the earth was created, the angels sang. Nehemiah 9, 6 says, You are the Lord. You alone crafted the heavens, the highest heavens, with all their armies. And the army of heaven continually worships you. Now, why is singing and worship important? Because this is going on in heaven. And don't you want a little bit of heaven in your earth? Amen. That's why Christians for 2,000 years have always gathered together, and the first thing they do is sing. Why? To invoke his presence, to come into his presence, to know him, to honor him and bless him. God likes music so much, he created a music angel. His name was Lucifer. And he put instruments in a percussion, wind, and stringed instruments put in his body, his celestial light suit. And then he put the angel, he's the only angel called anointed. The music angel is anointed, and he put him over the throne to cover the throne, and he was called the covering cherub. This music angel covered the throne of God with music. That's how much God likes it. Are you getting a picture? Why do we sing at Christmas? Why do we sing? What's so important about this worship? Because it's important to God and his kingdom. I love this picture. Now, angels sang when God created the earth. Let there be light. Hallelujah. 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 I don't know what they sang, but it was glorious. They saw God's miracle working power as he created out of the words of his mouth. And I believe he sang. Doesn't say that in the Bible. But what's the difference between speaking and singing? It's just a little bit, a little, a little bit of the more duration in the tone and the pulse. And maybe a little fluctuation uh, in, the, uh, in the note. Go, go, but I'm speaking now, but I'm singing now. I'm speaking now, but I'm singing now. There's hardly anything. And by the way, what does God's voice sound like? Like mine? Ah. His voice is as the sound of mighty waters. Well, do you hear tones and pulsations and vibrations and, and all kinds of frequencies in that? So who knows God didn't sing? He didn't say, Righto, I think we should create some light. Uh, could there be some light, please? I don't think so. We don't know what, what he sounds like, but I think he's saying, Let there be light. And the angels went, ah! And they just were so excited to see God create a habitation for earthlings, humans in our little dirt suits, because he reached down and he took his finger and took some red clay and he made man out of the dirt. We have our dirt suits, but he, he made us musical to sing. Why do we sing at Christmas? Why is worship so important? Why is there a worship team? Why is all this necessary? Why do you have to come early and be at their service ready to sing? Because you're going to counter God, that's why. And that's why he created us. So, this tells us that music is older than man and was with God in heaven. Now, song is connected with God's manifest presence. Miracles and signs and wonders and breakthroughs and healings come when we sing. I can't tell you how many countries of the world I've been to. I remember Argentina during the revival and Alaska and Athens, Greece. 
Those are just the A's where I began to sing and lead people in song, corporate song, and demons would manifest. And I don't have a deliverance ministry. I'm not Carlos in Acondia. And I, I preached this, a similar message to this in his church. And I said, Brother Carlos, how important is singing praises connected to miracles? And he said, oh, Brother Lamar, if you don't have singing praises, there are no miracles. You see, because he knows how to create the atmosphere by God's people singing prayers and praise to him. And God comes in power and he does the, the, does the heavy lifting. We do our part and sing in faith and he does his spiritual part, signs and wonders. But if you don't sing, if you don't come and sing and you just sing karaoke, well, praise Jesus. You know, what's this? Half mass? Somebody die? Run the flag all the way up the flagpole. He's risen. Give your utmost for his highest and praise him with all that's in you and you'll encounter God face to face. In fact, that's what the scripture teaches us, that we encounter God when we uh, sing. Because the Bible says in Psalm 100 verse 2, come. Come on, come into his presence with singing. It's clear. You want to get into God? You want to get closer to God? Come into his presence. And that word is face. Come into his face with singing. You want to get closer to God? This is how. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts courts of the king <gasps> with singing praises. That's what the, the word praise in that scripture in the Hebrew means. The word the Holy Spirit used, singing praises to him. And then I love the scripture, Psalm 22, 3, you are holy who inhabit the singing praises of your people. So over and over throughout scripture, I talk about it a lot, a lot in the book, Authentico. Because I teach this at Christ for the Nations and I equip my students. And, and by the way, on Tuesday will be our final class and the final exam. And we're going to go deep. We've gone deep in this course on how we can engage with God with authentic worship. Exploring the mysteries of real worship. And every believer needs to know how to do this because in his presence, in his face, is fullness of joy and pleasure that never stops. You were created for the manifest presence of God. And when Adam was cast out of the presence, man was cast out of this environment that he was created for. And like you take a plant out of soil, and it dies, and you take a fish out of water, it dies, you take man, out of the presence of God, and you'll eventually die. You'll have a miserable, death-filled life. And that's what people around you are experiencing, and that's what Christians around you are experiencing because they don't know or don't value, they don't put first coming into God's manifest presence. It's not important to them. They've been deceived to think, oh, I'm not musical, or, well, it takes too much time. Well, I don't see the importance of that, but I'm equipping you. I'm setting your spiritual bones in place so that you don't walk around with a cast anymore, handicapped. You know the truth, and the truth will heal you. Set that bone in place. How do we sing praises? Why do we sing at Christmas? Why is singing important? Because we encounter God. Amen. I get blessed by my own message. This is so good. Mm. Thank you, Lord.
Now, song breaks out at the birth of Jesus. There's at least five songs that occur supernaturally around Jesus' birth. So when God manifests his presence and reveals it on earth in the form of Jesus, God with us, spiritual songs break out. Because song is connected with his presence, and his presence is connected with singing praises, songs. Singing praise is connected with his presence, his presence is connected with singing praise. They go together. They're inseparable. It's the throne zone. It's the power zone. His presence. One of those songs is Mary um, sings when pregnant with the presence of the Christ child within her. Ladies, can you can't even imagine what that's like? The manifest presence is in you. Sounds like a sick dog, but it's better than that. But it's the presence of God inside her. And she breaks out in prophetic song. Elizabeth breaks out in a song at the presence of of Mary because the manifest presence is in her. She's a carrier of the presence. She's great with child. And she's carrying the presence of God. Wow. What was that like? Zacharias in the temple, he's a priest. And he begins to sing of the coming of the Messiah. It's called the uh, Benedictus. And Mary's song is the Magnificat. Simeon prophesies in song when his parents bring Jesus to be dedicated. And he holds up the Christ child who's not so young anymore. And he breaks out in a song called the Nuke Demetus. But there's another song I want to talk about. And it's the song when the skies open and the angel armies break out in song. In Luke chapter 2, 14. And suddenly, boom, boom, boom. There appeared with the angel, boom, 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 boom. A great multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. Powerful song. Breaks out at the manifestation of God's presence in the form of Jesus when he comes to the earth. This is why we sing at Christmas. His presence is connected to singing praise. Do you know that when we sing here at Numa Church, sing praises to God, that angels join us? It's in Hebrews 12. It says there that when we come to worship, we come into the presence of an innumerable company of angels. That's why you want to be on time. If you know angels were going to be singing at Newman next Sunday, you'd be here. Nine o'clock service. No, ten ten o'clock service. But come early and pray up because you're going to have an angelic visitation. Now, you may not hear them. You may not see them. But you know God's word is true. If it says that angels join God's people when they sing in worship, how glorious is that? So don't think, well, I'm not musical. It's for the worship team and whatever. I'll just come late and get the message. Put it first. Amen? Amen. When we worship, do you know what else happens that's supernatural? Jesus joins us and sings. What? 
Yeah. It's in Hebrews 2.12. I will declare your name to my brethren, and in the midst of the assembly, in the midst, in the middle of the assembly, I will sing praise to you. He's quoting out of the book of Psalms, the Messianic chapter, and he's saying here that during singing of worship, this spiritual phenomenon happens, that Jesus joins his followers and sings with us. He's going to be in the 12 o'clock service. They don't know it, but you guys do. You want to stay over? You want to stay over and join Jesus? You know what's interesting about this is he doesn't come up on the platform and join the worship team. He doesn't hang with the pastors. He's in the middle because he's relational and he loves his bride, his people. He comes and joins his bride in singing praises to the Father. He's our example. Jesus, the one that we love and gave our lives to, he joins us. So who wants to stay home when Jesus is singing at Numa Church? Oh, I can watch it on the internet. No, but you'll, you won't be in the presence of Jesus. Singing, roaring among his people. Amen? So we have the joyous privilege of singing praises to him. So lastly, why is singing important? And why do we sing at Christmas? Why is singing worship so important? Because that's your destiny. That's what you will do forever. What? Standing before the throne and singing. John says in Revelation 5.11, I heard around the throne the living creatures and the elders and the voice of many angels, numbering myriads and myriads and thousands of thousands, and with a loud voice they are singing, The Lamb who was slain deserves to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise through the eternities of the eternities and the ages of the ages. And we join those angels in singing. And this time we can hear them. This time we will feel them. This time we will see them because we'll have a new body. A lean, mean worship machine is what we'll be with a light suit, a celestial suit. We'll shed this tent, this dirt suit, and we'll have a suit that can worship endlessly. This is our destiny. This is why we're, this is why we're going to heaven to be with Jesus and to sing to the Father forever and ever of his glorious attributes. I'm excited about it, not just because I'm a musician, but because I sense his presence and when I sing praise. I sense it this morning again. And we need to sing every day of our lives. We need to put it first. Pastor Robert, our pastor at Gateway Church, he's not a musician. He's not a singer. But he tells the other pastors, I start by singing praises to God before I pray. Because I invoke his presence. Even how Jesus taught us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Start with worship. And so this is why it's first. This is why it's important. Because God's manifest presence is experienced when we sing. Emmanuel is with us. So I want to go back to that story of the angel armies announcing the manifest presence of God in the form of Jesus. And these heavenly hosts 
called such to distinguish them from the armies of the earth. And the angels created by God to serve him and his people, and they're often seen as large, masculine creatures without wings. Why are they depicted with wings uh, in art? Because they move very quickly. And so artists give them wings, but they do not have wings. Cherubs do, and seraphs do, but not ordinary angels. And so they move very fast and have tremendous power and are organized into armies. And God uses them as his invisible armed forces to destroy his enemies and your enemies. They fight for you. We sung about it today. So it was a dark night that night and everything was quiet and still and the flicker of the fire was all the light the shepherds had because there was no electricity. And they're about to bed down for the night when all of a sudden the angel of the Lord appeared. Why is he called the angel of the Lord? Because he came from the manifest presence, the throne room, representing the Lord. And he delivered a message. And when he was finished, the, uh, uh, the brilliance overwhelmed them and the glory of God on the angel stunned them. And these tough outdoorsmen were terrified by this supernatural encounter. But it gets worse. After the angel tells them that the Messiah is born and where to find him, the sky splits open. And a great company, incalculable number of celestial luminaries appear and begin to sing on the top of their voices. And Dr. Luke, who writes this and recording this, says, tells us of the heavenly host which is a military term meaning troops and armies of soldiers. And scholars say there were thousands of thousands in number, but these are the armies that came not to announce war, but to announce peace. Peacemakers, announcing peace. And what's interesting is they marched out of the sky, possibly in military cadence and formation, singing the praises to God. They did not sing to an audience of men, but to the audience of one, God. Glory to God in the highest. They began to sing. They sang what some scholars say was pre a prepared piece of music that they'd been working on for a long time. And the exquisite musical arrangement created on the other side doesn't find audience in the largest theaters on earth and with the most prestigious elite crowds in the world, but in the middle of the night to a few lowly non-musical shepherds. And they could not appreciate the magnificence and the majestic quality of this song or its caliber composed in heaven to be sung before the throne of God. And yet here the shepherds who are often thought of as thieves are the recipients of this angelic visitation from heaven and hear the singing of worship as it is in heaven. And they sang glory to God in the highest. The musical militia sang, which means excellence and magnificence of the preeminence of God in the highest realm. It speaks of the kingly majesty, the absolute perfection that belongs to Yahweh as supreme ruler. This is an example of the content of the songs of angels in the realm where worship is perfect and just as God likes it. 
And this divine doxology sung by heavenly spirits speak of the affectionate desire angels have for the prosperity of Messiah's kingdom. Singing glory be to God in the highest. Let all the angelic armies sing his praise in the most majestic melodies. For with the Redeemer's birth, peace and blessedness comes to sinful man. Peace is given to man. Peace with God through the atonement of Jesus. Peace of a conscience and peace with one another. Can you imagine? All of a sudden, the sky split open. And this military formation of celestial light bearers began to march out of the heavens, lauding and boasting of God in a prepared song. What drama? What noise? What glorious music, celestial and supernatural? The powerful masculine choir begins to sing of the magnificence and the preeminence to the highest and the holiest. So I conclude today with the words of the song, Christmas Carol, O Holy Night. And it says, fall on your knees. Oh, hear the angel voices. Oh, night divine. Oh, night divine. When Christ was born. Singing is connected with God's manifest presence, even at Christmas. And the angel's song reminds us of the transcendence of God who lifts our spirits. Lift up and behold the Savior. Lift up of your heart and sing in worship to Him. And live, you live in the manifest presence of God. This is our priority. And angels continue to sing that God is bringing peace and goodness to mortal men. Receive that peace. And the goodness of God has for you. Watch for the surprises. Watch for the blessings. Watch for the signs and wonders he has for you. Because the deliverer, our Savior, has come. Jesus, our Emmanuel. Will you make a commitment to put first singing praises to him? The song says, O come, all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us adore him. That's our invitation. So if you're serious about this, will you respond to this call? Will you stand right now if you want to make a commitment to put him first? Amen. Be serious about it because he's going to hold you accountable. Yes, God, I want to know your presence. I want to come into your presence with singing. So, Father, I pray you bless this congregation. You bless these that are standing. They make a commitment to put you first in singing praises that they may know in their hearts that this is why we sing at Christmas, why it's important to sing worship. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.